But you know what? I thought you were mysterious like my mother until it turned out the mysterious just meant depressed, all right? Hard to reach. I mean, I'm dying here. I don't like going out. You know that I get anxiety when I have to meet people. You know how hard that is. Everything you touch turns to shit! Like King Midas' idiot brother. Jesus. But if you two aren't the biggest pair of fuck-ups I've ever met in my entire life... Hey everybody, you're listening to episode 4 of Give Us a Second, a mini-sode series brought to you by the greatest moments in the history of forever. I'm Zach. I'm Matt. And this is The Fate of the Furious. So... Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I like pause because I was expecting there to be more to the title for some reason. <laughs> The Fate of the Furious, like colon, and then something else. I don't know why I was ready for that. Wild Speed, colon, yeah. Icebreak, <laughs> as it's known in right. Japan. Yes. Yeah, so, so far in 2017, we've done a pretty good job of getting the episodes, you know, up on time. Fairly regularly, yeah. I think we were pretty good. Uh, you know, Badlands was a little bit late, but that was announced in advance. Yeah. So, no with episode 61, the... Pre-show prep has taken a little bit longer than expected, plus Matt was away for a while. So. Well, we were both on vacation, technically. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, obviously, you know, we're hitting you with this. Give us a second. Episode 61. This is know. just to sort of bridge the gap. Between yeah, we're episodes. bridging the gap. I mean, not It's that like when Guns N' Roses put out lies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is, well, this is like our EP, you know. Yeah. Give us a second. Right. Uh, episode sixty-one will be up next week. Hopefully, we can, you know, get back on track with the schedule a little bit. But you know, in the meantime, we hope you enjoy this. Uh, you can follow the show on Twitter at Greatest Pod. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes. We would appreciate a rating and review if you get a chance. And uh, you know, tweet at us. Let us know what you think of an episode or whatever. You know, we'd like to interact, I think, a little bit more. Yeah, let's get it going again. (laughs) (laughs) You know, the downloading snafu thing that hit everybody, it's really kind of set us back a little bit. We're hoping to get back to that knock-knock era, (laughs) (laughs) which was only a couple of episodes ago. It sent us into a little lull that we're trying to crawl our way out of. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's highs and lows. You know, it's ups and downs. You're going to have that. Peaks and valleys. (laughs) The peaks are definitely Sometimes more fun than all the within the same episode. <laughs> really? <laughs> well, mostly, yeah. All right, so blockbuster season is upon us. Um, you know, it seems to be almost year-round at this point anyway. I mean, we already saw Logan this year. That's true, yeah. Which was awesome. And now, you know, we're into kind of the the summer releases, which usually kick off in April. And so here we are with... Uh, the eighth installment no. of the Fast That's and like, Furious franchise. I was listening to uh, Tyrese on uh, Jim Norton and Sam Roberts' uh, show or whatever, and he was saying that like the last one made like 1.5 billion worldwide or something like that. Um, yeah, it doesn't surprise me. So I was like thinking, it's like, man, it would be great if you could like, can we be like investors in these movies? You know what I mean? I'm sure, like, once it gets the... Well, what would we invest? We don't have any money. I know. But it's like, (laughs) if you talk about, like, buying stock and stuff, it's like, I wish I could just buy stock in the Fast and the Furious. 
Well, you would think the, that some of the people who appear in these films would be able to spin that off into a career outside of them, but not yeah, really. I don't know. I mean, how much money do you think Tyrese and Ludacris are making? Well, at this point, yeah, I mean, I would I would have to imagine that everybody's being well taken care of yeah. just from these movies alone. I mean, the budgets for the movies now is like $250 million. <laughs> When I looked at it for this one, it's something like that is listed. Like, insane. Yeah, and I mean, it's really all that you'll see... Michelle Rodriguez, Tyrese, Ludacris, a lot of these people, this is all they have. Now, uh, they've kind of done a smart thing over the years as they've gone along in the franchise. They've brought in more people, and some of the people they've brought in are are pretty well established. Obviously, The Rock, starting in Fast Five, was a huge get for them, because now he's like the biggest movie star. The Rock has made everything better, I just feel like. As much as Vin Diesel, you know... in denial about it. I mean, The Rock is now kind of the Here's star the of the franchise uh, in a lot of ways. When we walked out of this, I definitely uh, commented on it because I was feeling it during the movie. There were parts where it felt like... I mean, I know Vin Diesel's a producer and he's very much involved with the, the franchise, but it's like... It kind of felt like the studio was trying to set it up at parts where it's like, okay, the movie is really like The Rock and Jason Statham. Yeah, well, there was there was already some talk of a spinoff movie with those two being the focal point because I think everyone was like very pleased with their uh, chemistry yeah. on screen. Just you know, for those of you who haven't seen the film yet and you know may want to at some point, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I think <laughs> it's kind <laughs> of a good point. I yeah. mean, it is an interesting thing. I mean, obviously the. If you followed along with our podcast, you know that we did a two-part special on Roadhouse. Um, right. We definitely have a certain affinity for this style of action film that's like so ridiculous that it's just kind of fun. Well, uh, it's, but yeah, you bring this. I up. think you need to have been in on at least since Fast Five yeah. to get to eight. I don't know if you necessarily need to watch the first four. They. At a certain point, they, they kind of just branch off yeah, into a matter. separate I, thing. From five on is when they get into this other level. Yeah, where yeah, they started to embrace type. Yeah. the Roadhouse Point Break uh, style. Yeah, a trailer when I was on vacation, I was uh, a trailer for this came on, and I was like, oh, man, I can't wait. And uh, Keith, he had heard me have some voice, some criticisms of uh, one of the new Star Wars movies, which overall I really liked. I was just complaining about a couple things, as I always do. And uh, he was like, how can you like those movies but not the new Star Wars movies? And I was like, dude, if I started treating the Star Wars movies like I treat <laughs> the Fast and the Furious movies, that would be really bad for Star Wars and what they're trying to accomplish. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, I think, um, you know, for some people, I think everything is, as far as like uh, appreciating film is more like black and white. It's like good or bad, yes or no kind of thing. But I think... You know, for other people like us, it's kind of like you appreciate things on different levels, obviously. Right. I don't think when we make our end of the year lists, I don't think we ever put a fast movie no, no. in there. I think maybe one time when I did like a top, some absurd number that I would probably be embarrassed to even admit, like 50 <laughs> or something. Yeah. I think Fast Five was in it. Maybe it was like top 25. Because I, mean, I, I do think Fast Five... Since we're on the subject now, Fast Five, I think, is the best yeah. one still in the, in the series. I would but agree with that. Five and six probably are my favorites. Yeah, which is weird because seven had the highest Rotten Tomatoes score coming into this one, which I kind of thought they started to lose some momentum with seven. 
And it didn't really have anything to do with um, Paul Walker dying and the whole ending with Paul Walker, which I actually kind of liked and, and I thought was kind of almost ruined a little bit by what happens in this movie. Oh, yeah. By them bringing it up. But like... I'm like, don't they're in a picture, right? Him and Jordana Brewster? Well, probably, but there's the part where Tyrese is like, oh, yeah, O'Brien they, would know what to do. And then Michelle Rodriguez is like, this. we promised we wouldn't bring Brian and Mia into this. <laughs> it's like, why would they even need to include that in the movie? Well, yeah, and it kind of really makes no sense because the way that the storyline plays, it's like, okay, we would never bring them into it, but this is the one time where we would back out on that promise. Like, we've lost our leader, you know? Yeah, I mean... They um, would need to consult Paul Walker. I think I was going to say this, and then it didn't happen. What We're we're probably going to spoil a little yeah. bit. I don't, that's not a spoiler, though. No, no, that's I know. Trailer. But, I, but we, we have so much to say that, like, I'll start a thought, and then by the time, you know, we, yeah. go, we end up somewhere completely different. It all started with me saying... <laughs> I don't know if a lot of people are going to want to see these movies oh, or not, right. but yeah. the whole point was, you know, we we probably will touch on some things that happened in Fast 8 or Fate of the Furious, but we're going to try to leave out, like, some of the major plot points. So if you're, like, mildly interested in seeing the movie or, you know, you just in general you don't like any movie you haven't seen spoiled, even if you don't know if you're going to see it or not, then I, I don't think we're going to ruin anything here, but... Um, you know, just be forewarned that we might touch on some things. Um, a lot of the stuff we're going to say, though, is probably evident from the trailer. Oh, yeah. Because uh, like we talked about, you know, uh, a big part of Fate of the Furious is the kind of... Uh, it's almost like a like a reluctant buddy cop dynamic between The Rock and Jason Statham. And I think it's pretty evident from the trailer that now... Because yeah. Dom has, a, for some reason, been lured to turn, the dark side. Turn, yeah. That now Jason Statham they is... They pull the double switch. Yeah. The double turn. He's been recruited <laughs> into the gang, you yeah. know, into the... the family. Gr- into the family, almost. And, you know, Kurt Russell, who's now, like, the puppet master, he has to, like, the unite way- this group. And I, I brought it up during the movie. I've brought it up several times after the movie. Do they not remember that Jason Statham killed their Asian friend who was in their group? Brutally murdered Han. Uh, Here's the thing. Apparently being a part, a member of this family isn't all that important because they'll just, you know, once you're gone, they move right on from you. (laughs) Who are you talking about? I mean, Brian? No. Well, no. (laughs) No, they wouldn't dare do that. But it's like Han was an important member of this crew. Oh, right. And his girlfriend died, too. Yeah. Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, but it's just like... Let's just talk. I mean... Good Lord. Han was like a good guy, but like he was the one out of the whole crew that pulled Gal Gadot. Yeah, I mean... uh, Paul Walker stuck with Jordana Brewster's (laughs) skeleton at this point. Her very tanned skeleton. The remnants of Jordana Brewster. Poor Jordana Brewster. I mean, her career died in that fiery auto crash along with Paul Walker. <laughs> I mean, this was all she had, and now they don't even let her be in it. Yeah. I mean, I w- honestly, like, out of everything going on with Fast 8, I found that to be the most offensive. I could not believe that they wouldn't throw her a bone and let her in this movie somehow. Somehow. I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't sure, but, like... How bad does she want to be in it? <laughs> 
in the kayfabe universe, Although what she got going on. I know in the kayfabe universe of the Fast movies, I wasn't sure how we were supposed to take the ending of Fast Seven. I didn't know if Brian, you know, Paul Walker was dead or not in the in the movie universe. Right. Well. And it, obviously not because no, they yeah. brought it up like he was still alive. And you, but then there's like I, I don't won't say what it is, but then there's something at the end of this film which yeah. even convolutes it further, <laughs> where you're like, well, what is that supposed to mean? Yeah. But like I don't know. Like I just I, I kind of felt bad because it's like it's you know I, I, her her role had been diminished in definitely six and seven, maybe even yeah. going back to five. She had barely been in it. But like she was still in it, she was still getting that fast paycheck, right. and now it's like, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. She, well, I mean, you know, there's strong female characters in the series, but I would say certainly not her. No, she they never let her be part of the gang. Right. Yeah. Which was always kind of, you know, I guess they didn't consider her like. Well, they had to an action her. star yeah. enough or something because they let Michelle Rodriguez basically be in the gang. No. And now the chick from Game of Thrones, Natalie Emanuel oh, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Her character Miss in Sunday. this stinks. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, Ramsey. she is like a smoking hot chick. She's one of the hottest chicks on the planet. But, I mean, why is she now, in this movie? Going back to Too Fast, Too Furious, was Ludacris always like a computer tech no. geek? <laughs> it's like, where did this come from? They had to figure out like what his role was because I think in Too Fast, Too Furious, he's just like a mechanic or yeah. something and they're like well that doesn't really play into like what we're gonna be doing now <laughs> he's a super genius yeah yeah it's kind of like vince mcmahon is in charge of this gang because he's like well L- ludicrous clearly can't be an action hero he's too small well speaking- so they needed to come up with like a reason for him to be there and they're like well he can be like this computer hacker guy right <laughs> it makes no sense but then you know both him and tyrese end up kind of having like this competition over Missande or whatever the chick from Game Mas- of Thrones. Is that her name? Missande? Something like that, isn't it? I don't know. Okay, so they brought in The Rock on Fast Five. Oh, speaking and then, of Vince McMahon, it's like this whole thing where The Rock is like putting out on social media that he was fighting with someone on set. All right, well, we'll get to that. Okay. So first I wanted to, because again, I started something and then we went on. All right, all right. So right, they brought yeah. in The Rock with Fast Five and then at some point Jason Satham was like the villain. I can't. The last one, yeah, that's the first one. So is it the end of six? Yeah, he shows up at the end of six. I okay, think. Yeah. which is okay. So four, five, and six all supposedly take place before <laughs> Fast Three, which is Tokyo, Tokyo Drift. Drift. And then it, in the movie Tokyo Drift, Han gets killed. You don't really think anything of it. You think, oh, well, they were in the middle of a street race and he just got hit by a car that didn't know that there was a street race going on. But then it turns out, because of the end of six, that, oh, well, you know, that character that died in three, he just so happens to be in five and six. But wait, no, now those are all taking place before three. He did get killed in three. The timeline doesn't make sense, but we'll just pretend like it does. And then it's Jason Statham who kills him. Not only does Jason Statham kill him, at the beginning of uh, Seven, it's like he tries to kill The Rock and that girl agent. Shows up at their office, gets rock-bottomed through the table. Yeah, I I know. I realize it's all fun and games here, but it's like he was <laughs> trying to murder them <laughs> in their workplace. And this is all because he's get, trying to get revenge for his brother, who they didn't who even alive. kill. Who was alive? Yeah, I think he was in, never... supposed to be in prison or something. Yeah, okay. 
Yeah, I guess so. Isn't there a scene where Paul Walker goes and sees him in prison, or is that a different guy? In the last guy? movie, maybe? I don't know. No, that was probably like five or six. Or was it a different I guy? I thought he was the villain Wasn't that the guy six. that like... Or was he the villain? Michelle Bob? Rodriguez was with for a while. Yeah. That's the guy from the one where... Like, he's the villain in the one where they have the big plane sequence at the end, right? That's six. Okay. Yeah. Isn't but, like, he the villain in that one? But doesn't she get killed in four, and we think she's dead the whole time in five? Yes. But she's really with him. So is he in four? No, I think she just gets. I think it's one of those things where they try to like tie it back, like he was oh, somehow connected boy. to that murder. Yeah. They do a lot of retconning oh, yeah. throughout this <laughs> franchise. <laughs> when someone dies, it's never by who you think it was. The perpetrator was not in that movie that you're currently watching. <laughs> he will be revealed three movies in the future. So then they brought in Jason Statham, who is an established action star who could. Theoretically, he would obviously wouldn't carry a movie that makes a billion dollars, but he carries action movies on his own. It's a, it's like a good guy to add to the mix because he can kind of do entertaining banter with people like The Rock and Vin Diesel and whatnot. So he kind of adds something. Then they bring in like Kurt Russell, who could that just be anybody? Yeah, sure. But they bring right. in a guy that people know and recognize. It might even appeal to like older fans who remember like. Escape from New York and The Thing and stuff like that. So that's all great. And then in this movie, they bring in Helen Mirren and Charlize Theron, who's the new villain. Right. And there's a new dude cop who's a very underwhelming appearance. But he's a big character now. Oh, you mean just for this movie? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Scott Eastwood. But I mean, I'm just taking it now that he's like part of the gang. Yeah. um, It seems like, I don't know, they couldn't get Chris Hemsworth or something. (laughs) (laughs) At least Liam Hemsworth. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. For this, we we also talked a lot about how, at least starting with Fast Six, there's always been these rumors that Lucas Black, who only oh, appears yeah. in Tokyo Drift, the third movie, is going to somehow return to the franchise some in some way, right? And yet he has like, ne- not appeared in it in six, seven, or eight. Yet actually, he's been rumored for all of them. They've actually filmed scenes for each one, but every time they test it with audience, people just hate his accent. <laughs> so they cut him right out. There was also rumors that Eva Mendez was going to come back for this one, and she only appeared in the second film, Too Fast, Too Furious. But again, didn't happen. So now, plus, I don't know how that would have, how they possibly could have tied her into this. Charlize Theron's character in this movie. I mean, what the fuck is going on there? Yeah, like, well, it's like she's just at this point they don't really much, need to work that much on coming up with a motivation right. <laughs> for anybody. They're just like, all right. But it's also like just nonstop drivel from her. Her uh, paragraphs of dialogue <laughs> compared to everyone else's like they couldn't believe one liners that they got somebody who had won an Academy Award yeah. to be in the film, right. let alone two with Helen Mirren. So they were like, well, we're not going to waste this. Let's really try to. Make her like pop and give oh, yeah. her just tons to say. Right <laughs> now, we won't spoil it here, but you know, obviously, everyone knows from the trailer that that Dom turns and becomes the villain here. And when we first meet Charlize Theron, she just shows him her cell phone, and then he's basically, you know, abides everything she wants after that. And it kind of just like sparked some thought and discussion as like, what was on that? I was like, the was she showing like scenes of herself from the movie Monster? Because I mean, <laughs> I'd be doing whatever that chick said. I think like one of the biggest uh, disappointments for me as this series has gone on is like, I mean, maybe not so much until this movie, 
because uh, uh, you know a large portion of this film ends up taking place like in basically like Antarctica. I mean, I don't they're like in the Ukraine <laughs> yeah, or I somewhere. Say, I mean, it's like frozen tundra. Uh, in 5 and 6, the final like action sequences are so fun and funny like but it kind of feels like they they have they aren't really coming up with the big action spots as much anymore. Yeah, now, in the last one we had the driving through the building even though it wasn't part of the end sequence. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't know. Some of the stuff they did in this was probably pretty big. Well, yeah, I guess that's true. I guess it's like, yeah, more desensitized to it now. Yeah, I my thing was I was just disappointed that there wasn't as much like sex and sex appeal at the end, like throughout a lot of this movie. Oh, yeah. Like usually you get like a lot of gratuitous skimpy bikinis and well it's like once paul walker died <laughs> even uh in seven that natalie emmanuel chick oh yeah that part where she bikini. like walks into right. the ocean is like oh <laughs> like, jesus good lord the the film opens though in cuba which i felt like was gratuitous because it's like oh god we have to you know now that well, we're first, allowed to go to cuba we can make a big cuban <laughs> scene and everything at first when uh they were like, oh, your cousin's in trouble. I thought it was going to be like ludicrous or something. Yeah, it was you just somebody I mean? that we literally have never seen right. before. Right, yeah. Well, like, it was almost, the beginning, the opening of the film was kind of just um, a nod to, you know, the first three films of the series, which were oh, basically about race. street racing. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, that's the one thing you kind of yeah. have to keep in mind the whole time. It's like Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, even like Ludacris and Tyrese to a certain extent, although I think Tyrese was originally a cop or uh, something, wasn't he? So well, so was Paul or Walker. No, no. Paul Walker was. Right. Tyrese and was Tyrese, his I friend. think, was his partner or something in the second one? Or is No, he was just him. a guy that he knew. Oh, okay. Because remember he was like he, driving yeah. that but junker car brings him in to work undercover with him Demolition or Derby, I don't know, maybe. The police rules in these movies. Well, anyway, so they started street racers and then by... I guess kind of starting with like the fourth film, they start having to like take on these like bigger <laughs> missions. Well, yeah, that that extend beyond the realm of just like well, street racing. Uh, and isn't it in the fifth one in Fast Five? And I mean, maybe I'm not remembering this correctly, but aren't they really trying to rob? They're trying to pull off a huge heist in the fifth one, aren't they? To like get rich. Yeah, well, there's yeah, there's and like the Rock is you know trying to stop them. There, yeah, because yeah, the Rock is initially like against them. They're still more on like the criminal side, right. but like eventually, every person that opposes them will join the family, even if you kill someone. Oh yeah, all is forgiven. <laughs> yeah, that's. Well, I mean, that's obviously something that they talk about in every film is like this concept of family, and they have to beat you over the head with it. And it's so obnoxious to me. Oh, yeah. It's just well, like, it's, none, like, it's, like it's not yeah. your real family. No. Just because you're like holding up Coronas together at the end of the movie. <laughs> it's just like, oh, God. Yeah, the interactions at the end of the movie are usually like a, a high point, though. These I, people are trash. I mean, it's like it, at the end of Six uh, with The Rock and Vin Diesel, and it's like not bad for a cop. Never thought I'd trust a criminal. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite parts. All right, very quickly, uh, running out of time. So you wanted to bring up the... Oh, well, it's like this whole kind of mystery of The Rock was like freaking out about having problems with someone on set, Fast and the Furious. It seems like all the cast are like sworn to... Or the cast and crew are sworn to not talk about what it was, but everyone seems to just accept that it was Vin Diesel. And we're trying to figure yeah, out... Yeah, that like, was during the film... It first started springing up during the filming of 7. Oh, okay. And now, it, 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 yeah, it continued into 8. And at first, 
a lot of people seem to speculate, oh, this is like the rock working like wwe yeah. style like, like is this it a is all building is towards something like maybe a wrestlemania match or something dumb like that dumb but <laughs> legendary because <laughs> it, it kind of seemed weird and like maybe forced and kind of out of nowhere well yeah and i mean i think typically when people have problems on set you they are kind of encouraged not to go to social media or go public about it especially at all. while filming is going right. on yeah. But then you never attack another actor. When we got back from seeing this movie, I was reading different things, and I saw I came across this article saying that they're because if you've seen you know any of the more recent Fast movies, you'll know that like once the credits start, they do like a what they call like a stinger scene, which is like a kind of usually has been used in these films to tease out the next part of the story a little bit. You know, like, that's where we found out that Jason Statham was the guy that actually killed Han or whatever. Right. So, apparently, they did film one for Fate of the Furious, and it only involved The Rock and Jason Statham, and it was filmed without Vin Diesel's knowledge, who was a producer on the film, and when he found out about it, he flipped out and demanded that it get cut from the movie, because it didn't involve him and his character arc, you know, about Dom and the family and blah, blah, blah. And so... I guess he was able to like, you know, wield enough power and throw a big enough fit where they were like, all right, to the point where they actually had to recall prints of the film to delete it out. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that kind of like lent some credence to the idea that maybe, you know, this thing between The Rock and Vin Diesel is kind of legitimate. So, I I don't know. You know, supposedly uh, they're doing two more films, at least I would probably say that. If those well, two also make something... a billion dollars, there'll probably be more. Oh, yeah. Wasn't there something for uh, Seven? Like, The Rock wasn't really available to be, like, a full-time character in the movie, right? Like, he's kind of in the beginning, and then he gets injured. Yeah, Seven, he's, he's kind of, like, not in it But it's much. like, wasn't there actually something going... I think he was had to film something else, too. Yeah. But they still kind of made it, like, a point to make him still be, like, a big character, even though... <laughs> Well, yeah, well, in 7 and 8... It seems like he's pretty eight, important to the franchise at this point. If you actually like go back and think about 7 and 8, The Rock and Vin Diesel are barely in any scenes together oh, in yeah. either movie. Right. So, I mean, you know, that kind of throws fuel under the fire, too, because the idea that like they know each other well enough to, you know, be working out some sort of big plan to do, like, some kind of a WrestleMania match or something seems kind of ludicrous. No pun intended. Um... <laughs> That but was actually great. I have noticed because, you know, we watched, we had that uh, terrible movie on with The Rock and Kevin Hart. I can't remember what it's called, where he's like a CIA agent yeah, or something. And he made another joke about Vin Diesel, like somebody saying he looked like Vin Diesel. And he's like, are you kidding? I, you know, I, whatever, like. Right. The whole Scoff whatever joke yeah. about like him being way bigger and better looking or something but i feel like he's there's been multiple other movies with the rock where he get that's like a reference like a joke yeah so i'm like is that intentional <laughs> i don't know it just seems very weird but whatever <laughs> i'm sure that it's written in no matter you know how legitimate their feud is it'll always get worked out because you know there's too much money at stake and they're, they're gonna know, keep it it doing crazy. these movies forever so you know just uh embrace your inner neanderthal and <laughs> sit back and relax and start with fast I, five and g- watch five six seven and eight and you'll be hooked it's like in the theater i feel like there's like a lot of parts where it's like we are of a couple people laughing 
and no one else's. And then, oh, yeah. And then other parts, the rest of the theater's laughing. And we're like... Oh, the, like burying like, our head in our hands. Like, that was so <laughs> terrible. Yeah. We definitely are kind of... I, I, I didn't experience it as much um, with 7 and 8, but definitely during 6, I can remember people, like, looking yeah, well, what and being like, what are you laughing at? This you is serious. What, did you... <laughs> I, I kind of felt that way about the guy that was sitting behind us at this screening. I don't know if you were paying attention. Like, he was spitting like crazy. I didn't know what was going on. Oh, I didn't. I didn't. Holy shit! Know it was like every doing. few minutes, we'd be like, and I, I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, and he know. he kept getting up and leaving too, and coming back. Yeah, yeah I did notice that, but I didn't really know what. It he was, was a doing. very bizarre scene. <laughs> Well, it was also bizarre that it got that it was like on the big board at Lowe's is saying it was sold out, and then it would seem like it was oh, yeah. it was half empty. <laughs> so I don't know what was going on there. I don't know. All right, that'll do it for give us a second. We'll be back soon with a uh, regular full length episode, and uh, hopefully we'll get back on track with the scheduling. Uh, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to the show, tell your friends, and uh, we'll see you next time. Peace. trust a criminal till next time till next time